Magaray. The winners, the people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. 300 metres to go and Heroism's found himself in front. He's on the outside of Eshiel. Here comes loud enough down the outside and Charlie Katz running out of his skin. 200 metres to go and Heroism's joined on the inside by Eshiel. Eshiel drove clear inside the 100. He has been all over Queensland. He comes to Cloncurry and he wins the cup impressively by three lengths to Heroism who ran a great race. Three-way photo for third. Making shadows loud enough. Charlie Cat almighty gold made up some late ground. Then we had Snippy Strategic... taking out last Friday's Clon Curry Cup for Dan Ballard and Todd Austin and now qualifying for the Country Cup's final at Doomben in December. We'll bring you news on that on Bushbeat this morning as we welcome you to the show once more this week, as well as news on Silent Flyers' Cunnamulla Cup victory. All the girls at Clermont on Saturday. Brayton Swaffer and Ross Tilly back in the saddle on the weekend and eight over taking out the Gainder Cup. We've got lots to get through this morning and plenty of news to bring you. Helping us out with that news, as always, is Rob Lark. Good morning, Rob. Yeah, good morning, Tony, and good morning to our listeners this morning. As uh, a big congratulations goes out to the Cloncurry and District Race Club for their first ever TAB meeting on Friday. And a big congratulations also to our next guest uh, for his first appearance on Radio Tab and Sky One and a great uh, call of the Country Cups Challenge qualifier, the Western Truck Group Cloncurry Cup. Andrew Watts, Wattsy, welcome to the show this morning and great to see SEL will now head to Brisbane after that impressive win. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rob. And uh, good morning, listeners. Yeah, it was, it was a very dominant win. And if you go back and watch the replay, um, I think the race was put to bed after about 300 metres. Um, Ballard got him more or less uh, in that winning uh, in that winning group of horses and uh, he just rolled along and he's got a great association with his horse we go back to the start of this year where he won a couple on him I think he won one here at Longridge and one at uh, Calden and uh, big weight but it wasn't a problem um, he took the shortcut home and, and pulled right away uh, one by three and a quarter lengths over Heroism who was gallant in defeat Charlie Cat, who missed the start by about five lengths uh, got home into third beating some seven and a quarter lengths but all honours there with uh, Todd and Dan Ballard and of course Eshiel and uh, congratulations to a long list of owners including uh, Kerrod Power and the team and Josh Fleming. Uh, they've got two uh, qualified for Brisbane now, Media Vida in the Sprint and Eshiel uh, in the Country Cups Challenge. Yeah, Eshiel joins Galapagos, Balenci uh, and also Deadly Choices, Fluidity and Eshiel now goes into that and the the form comes through with Balenci there too Andrew with uh, the Longreach Cup winner beating it into fourth place uh, here during the Longreach Cup meeting. He did, and uh, speaking to Todd Austin post-race, and um, Longridge Cup was, was a run for SEL. I think this was the target all along. And um, look, that run behind Belonte here in Longridge with a big weight, I think it snuck under the radar a little bit. Uh, he, he ran fourth, but he wasn't beaten far, and uh, second up after that the late week freshen up. Um, he's going to be... He's gonna, uh, his presence will be definitely felt in Brisbane. Yeah, he's been there before and he deserves to go, as you said in the call. He's been all over Queensland. He's been so consistent with Toddy Austin. Uh, and when you go to the Country Stampede event, it also was a Quinella to the Central West trainers with Boy Foster and Todd Austin, this time in the reverse order with Zucas continuing with his great form in Cloncurry. 
Yeah, if you look at Zucas, you go back two runs and he beat a horse called District there at Cloncurry. Uh, that form was franked immediately with District winning the Ewan Heat and then going to Brisbane and not being disgraced, beating only about five lengths. He tracked the speed set up by Wicked Wiki and missed out. And um, another one that kind of got under the guard of the punters uh, started $12. Uh, he was really strong in the run to the line. I thought the run of the race came from Wicked Express. Uh, it had a wall in front of it turning for home and he got through late, albeit he did have his chance to win and take Tango Rain, our connections advising that um, his prep has come to an end. I mean, he's only been beaten 0.6, hasn't he? He started favourite and uh, look forward to him next year. Wicked Wiki finished in fourth and uh, news from the northwest is that he won't, might be taking his spot in Brisbane. That spot will be taken uh, by Tempest Rossa, who has also finished uh, sixth in this race. It was a good day out uh, from that meeting for Boy Foster and uh, Toddy Austin. Todd, in fact, bookended the program and uh, both of them having a, a double on the day. Yeah, they did. Just before I get into that, Rob, um, speaking to Brendan Parnell this morning, uh, uh, Racing Queensland extremely happy with the turnover too on Friday. So that, that, mm-hmm. that's good news uh, going forward, especially um, looking at showcasing more of these meetings down the track. As you said, Zah Bomber was the first leg of a winning double for Todd. Brooke Richardson uh, tra- travelled the uh, 600Ks up there just for the one ride. Uh, three wide the entire trip, but uh, as we know, Brookie's great on a front runner, beating Lingy and uh, the favourite She's Winnie Blue. And as you said, uh, double to Boy Foster. Also with Zenday, who's really back to his grade now in a, in a benchmark 60 and forge clear uh, to win by two and a quarter lengths over Lord Windermere and Bold Sam. The other winners on the program, Rob, Nitro City uh, was an impressive winner for Sean Royce and Jason Hoopert. Hoops took off at about 3.50 to go and uh, finished down the middle of the track over Miss Ziz. A uh, win for that gallop is not too far uh, away and back her always consistent in third position. And Echelon Rose, I know a horse you've always had an opinion of, Rob, heavily backed about $7 into two eighty and favourite. Last stride winner over Captain's Pick, who looked to have it all sewn up with about 50 to go. And King Landon, who was wide throughout, uh, finishing in third position were the other races on the day. But yeah, just, oh, sorry, we had Christmas Creek for Dan and Denise Ballard as well, who won just over a lot of Fox and uh, Craig Lee Altona in race five. But a big congratulations to uh, Luke Daniels and his uh, team. Um, the horses all out on the track in time, all loaded in time. I think we were fractionally late for one of the seven, but, um, yeah, no, they did a fantastic job, the Cloncurry Race Club. You're on Bushbeat this morning as we look back at last Friday's Cloncurry Cup. And, Watsi, as you were just saying, the uh, uh, the kudos going out to everybody involved there at the club because it's quite a daunting thing to, you know, just suddenly you're on, the, I guess, the national stage and everything like that, but it seemed like everything went through as clockwork. Yeah, no, they did a, did a fantastic job and um, credit to the, to the stewards as all. Ray Smith and uh, Laney and the team as well, uh, they worked closely with, with the club, uh, making sure all the ducks were in a row. And, um, uh, yeah, I think they... Um they really did a great job, and it came across uh, came across very well. And as I said, the turnover was there as well uh, with the betting, which is also a good sign. And uh, big shout-out goes to, um, as I said earlier, Brooke Richardson, but also Tess Townsend, who travelled around uh, 3,500 Ks in, in, in three days, uh, racing up there at Cloncurry uh, via Augustella to Cunnamulla. So, yeah, a lot of uh, hard yards went into the meeting, but uh, a successful day all around. Great to see the doubles that came out on the day that you've reported on. And uh, well done, Brooke Richards and Tessa Townsend and Matty Gray, who turned up at Warwick on Saturday after that meeting. Watsy, and uh, congratulations again on uh, great calling up there at Concurry and uh, fantastic report this morning. 
Thanks. Uh, thank you, Rob. Thanks, Tony. And uh, thanks, listeners. I, I thought you might have um, given the uh, Northwest a little bit more of a spray this morning, Rob, but um, <laughs> I've got away, pretty, uh, got away with it pretty unscathed. I think uh, we, we uh, need a little bit more time to go into depth with that one. We'll just continue to wait for the finals of the Country Cups Challenge and the Stampede and those Stampede qualifiers now as we... Uh, see them uh, developing absolute bonza, media vita, district, uh, tempesta rossa in place of wicked wiki. And now Zucas, congratulations to them. And a great Quinella for the Central West trainers in both the <laughs> Country Cups and the Stampede. Uh, I'll leave that one with you, Watsi. Nothing like a <laughs> yeah, little good bit morning, of boys. Central West rivalry. Good on you, Watsi. Catch you soon. <laughs> good morning, boys. It's called Central West Northwest Competition, Tony. And I think they love it as much as I do. It's good to see some healthy rivalry. Uh, just depends on the horses in form at the time. But <laughs> what he was mentioning, these people going and travelling, uh, and that happened, uh, as he said, with uh, Brooke Richardson and Tessa Townsend going down to Cunnamulla. Uh, they actually quinelled race five on the program, getting late in the day when Silent Flyer took the Cunnamulla Cup, Tony, the solo flyer seven-year-old. He'd come off this fourth in the Taroom Cup. I'm keeping an eye on Galapagos's form out of this because the runners behind him have been winning ever since. He's two from three at the track, though, so he likes it there. He beat Brooke Richardson's Mount uh, Hanover Square. Of course, was a Battle of the Bush winner and all ease into third place. So again, a, a decent form line there and particularly linking to Galapagos. Now, it was a case of Rod and Rewall, uh, Johnny Rudd and Rewall, David Rewall doubles on the day. John Rudd combining with Rebecca Kerwin, who's building her team nicely when Flower, the written tycoon, and what a weekend he had. He took both of the Guineas winners in the Caulfield meeting. This is the next Graham Begg runner having his first run for the stable, defeating uh, Punjabi Savitar and Taraja. Uh, that was the first of John Rudd's doubles. He combined then with Raymond Fraser with the all-too-hard galloper, all-too-sweet, being in the money at its last three. Defeated David Rewall's trained to mount ridden Granola State, and Tessa Townsend on a written guarantee. Congratulations, Ross Tilly. Tony, 11 years out of the saddle, back with his first winner. And for William Pugsley, and I see on social media, media that the Pugsley team told him it would be their horse that he'd win on first up, and it was. Elite Grey, first run for the stable for the top echelon, and Ross gets it home over the Craig Smith boom or bust and whis whiskey apple. Welcome back to the saddle, Ross Tilly. Uh, and uh, congratulations on that return win. David Rewald, I mentioned Drayman being his first winner. Uh, that came in the benchmark 65, defeating Buddy Ollie and Auric Gold. He's been a good horse, Drayman. He was first up since May and he's two from two at the track. And then he trained and rode a spa man as well. So it was a training and riding double. Uh, got over, over, over the Pugsley-Tilly combination in Shadow Vision. Uh, 1.75 lengths with Harbour Trick in third. And this one had been third at Charleville after an unplaced run at Longreach, where I can remember making it an each-way special for the day. But it did get up two starts later down there at Cunnamulla. But congratulations, Norma King, Tessa Townsend. What an effort, Tessa Townsend, Brooke Richardson, that round trip from Concurry to Cunnamulla. But talking of the girls, when you go to Clermont, this is history-making, Tony. Have you ever seen this? We've seen jockeys. Our female jockeys ride the program, and we've seen female trainers train the whole program. But mm. I don't think we have seen every jockey on course being a female jockey. This has to be history in the making from country Queensland and Clermont. We think that there may have been one in New South Wales up in the Northern Rivers where they may have done it. And, uh, you know, I hate using the term novelty when talking about something like that. But they did something like an Iris Nielsen race day to uh, commemorate uh, Iris's work in getting ladies in the saddle, similar to, to Pam O'Neill and Linda Jones. 
And there may have been one at Gympie, we think, maybe, but, you mm-hmm. know, records aren't that flash with that sort of thing. But I know Tony McMahon has been looking into that pretty closely, but, oh, it's... Whichever way it goes, if it's the first or the second or it's the tenth, it's still an amazing effort by the girls. And we'd be lost without them sometimes, I think, with country racing. Oh, most definitely. And trainers are putting them on. They realise horses run for them and they really uh, achieve to win. And it's a growing trend, let's call it, whether it's the first or not. A growing trend. And good on you, Ali Smith, Alicia Ross, Emma Bell, Nat Summers, Nairi Nelson and Trinity Bannon for providing the services at that meeting on the weekend. And I've missed one there, haven't I? Dakota Graham, sorry, Dakota. The seven jockeys going out there. And, of course, Ali Smith leading the way with the double commence with Moss made after that third at Alpha. You'd expect it to do well at this race. It got too far in front at Alpha. And the Clinton Taylor train took the money and the cutest money over in Arena and uh, Princess Cartier. Uh, Ali then combined with Glenda Bell with Ladude and good on you, Scotty Power. I know you're a part owner in Ladude, the Ifraj eight-year-old, seventh in the Long Reach Cup at its previous run and got up over Arcade and Moneyad. So a double there for Ali Smith. Uh, Emma Bell with her mum combined with Flinders Deegan, the track specialist, one here at its last start. And I think it's won five at the track, won the benchmark 50 over the decorator and Spilza, Coda Graham and Billy Johnson with Muron. He's a brazen bow. He came off an unplaced long-reach run, but he's got three wins from four at his last uh, four starts. Defeated, addicted, and Boingo. Uh, Ellie Smith into second there, and Rod Little and Emma Bell combining with uh, Boingo. And uh, as well, a bullet lad for Nippy Seymour and Trinity Bannon, the bullet-trained five-year-old, after a third at Ewan the previous week. Uh, Purple Trumpet second for Rodney Little and Emma Bell. I think that's two seconds in a row there at, uh, at uh, Claremont, so it enjoys the track. And, of course, this was a meeting, the Emerald Jockey Club meeting transferred with Brookville into third place for Boy Foster and Natalie Summers. But just a wonderful and a great story on racing Queensland and great to see Ellie Smith uh, giving credit to all the girls being there. But just as importantly, mentioning the importance of those upper echelon riders, the Jamie Cars, and it was great to hear Jamie Carr picking up the Caulfield Cup and Melbourne Cup ride on Prince of Aaron, riding in superlative form. And, of course, had a big win on Mr Quickie at Caulfield in the weekend. And these girls look to that level because that's one day where we hope they will be going and they certainly have the determination and drive to do it, Tony. A big congratulations all round for that effort up there at uh, Clermont with uh, the continuing trend of the lady jockeys dominating the meetings and being the only jockeys in that case in attendance. We were talking about uh, Ross Tilley with his first winner since returning to race riding with the he last rode, I was looking it up, on the 28th of November back in 2009 before returning in August of this year. Uh, not quite as long out of the saddle, but uh, it was nice to see Brayton Swaffer with his first winner back at Atherton on the weekend. He had a couple of rides back in June of last year, but effectively gave it away in October 2018. And first day back in the saddle, riding on the same program as Sister Kristen. They both posted a winner, which is a nice little bit of history in itself. But it was wonderful wonderful to see Brayton back in the winner's circle. Exactly, and thank you to Peter Rowe for letting me know also that the parents were on course on the day to celebrate each of these wins. Uh, but Kristen, I believe, has the bragging rights, Tony. There's a little bit of a, uh, a tally <laughs> being uh, developed at the stable. She's just got a neck in front, but... I think Braden can sort of uh, qualify pretty well by saying, well, my first ride back, I've managed to boot home Achilles uh, for Shalee de Villiers, the strata, three wins and a placing in his last five over the Graham Cleesey, Mount Our Recipe and Witterick. So great to see them both back in the saddle. And, uh, yeah, tremendous June 2019. Well, welcome back, Braden Swaffer. And Kristen, your sister, in the first race, Uptown Toff for Trevor Rowe, the Tourac Toff five-year-old over Battle Mountain and Game of Circles. 
kicking home that winner. And that was followed up. Here we go again with the, the young girl jockeys, Kate Southam. I know she's been in a bit of a winning role at the moment. Uh, the nothing-to-lose seven-year-old. Hand of faith for Athel Ryan over Clout and Rose Clip into third. Then Noyardi stepped in with uh, Fred Whelan with Sweet June, the top echelon. There's another top echelon. Third here at its last run, defeating Fluttering and Misprint in the Class B. But you would expect Bonnie Tom- Thompson to bomb up somewhere with a win on the weekend at Atherton on the weekend with Zemex for Andrew Cameron. Been out of the uh, winner's circle for a while, Zemex, but the Cheval de Troy uh, enjoyed the track there and defeated the Brusco and tapped the tilt. And, Tony, wasn't it good to see there were three two-year-old trials following the meeting and just very quickly, uh, Heat 1 went to Eternal Bean for Fred Whelan, a spill the beans. The second uh, went to Keys, Please, by Statue of Liberty, Ralph Baker Train. This has come off a Toowoomba Heat uh, prior to this. And the third was uh, Destroy the Stars for Shalita Villio Doomsday. But I noticed in that last race, there were two stable mates. One's called Donkey and one's called Shrek. And yes, that <laughs> is their name. So that's going to be interesting when they're in the call. And I'm sure... Louis Forsyth will be looking forward to that being a very tight finish. But mainly out of that meeting, yes, congratulations to Braden Swaffer. Uh, but Braden, sorry, Kristen still has the uh, the money on you at the moment, I believe, with the stable telly. Uh, that goes to the uh, gain to meeting, uh, where we'll come back to this gain to meeting shortly, Tony, because uh, we're talking about how the young ladies are dominating such, uh, or doing such a great job and dominating with meetings. Well, it was a Hannah Richardson day out there. And of course, it was the Richardson Reynolds stable doubles that dominated the meeting. But Hannah Richardson with the four winners on the day. And I'm also going to come back as well to this meeting because it was great to see Craigley Arion getting a win for Stan Johnson and Crystal Johnson uh, on the day, and it was one of the Hannah Richardson rides. Here on Bush Beaters, we look back at the country news, and as you're saying, Rob, gained her on the weekend. The Cup going to eight over for Hannah and Glenn, but it was Hannah's big day out, five rides, four winners and a third. Yeah, definitely, and it was husband and wife teams of uh, Hannah Richardson and Glenn Richardson and Dave Reynolds and Liam McCoy that uh, dominated the meeting with uh, the Reynolds stable of two winners, the Richardson stable of two, but Hannah kicked it off with Dave Reynolds with Crafty Aquila. This is a helmet seven-year-old that won at Chinchilla four back, and it's always been a good old horse, this fellow, and he took the benchmark 60 over Tedder Express and Turbo Teddy in that race, and boy, oh boy, it looked dry out at uh, Gainda on the uh, weekend as it did at Tara the previous week as our country areas suffer from continued drought. But uh, Hannah then combined with Glenn in the second with Senko Sidra, the Red Dazzler. Oh, consistent form here. Two wins, two placing. The last four got up over the Dave Reynolds, Leanne McCoy. They really kept it in the family stables. Uh, Queen of Main Street into second and a close finish there with Windquest into third. Uh, and then we go to the third event, the cutest maiden plate. Uh, the money didn't go off here with cutest money, but Konnichiwa for Dave Reynolds and Leanne McCoy combining this time. The odds on favourite expected to win, and it did just that by two and a half lengths over Toy Witty and Raining Richards. This is an ex-Graham Beg horse, and I think I mentioned, or there was one earlier, uh, it was an ex-Graham Beg horse. It was Flower at uh, Kunamulla. So they've uh, performed well at their first start for the new stables with Toy Witty second and Raining Richards third. Eight over, as you said, took the gain to cup over the 1,000 metres, carried the 64, the Lonro, for its 11th win in 39 starts, and it's Hannah's uh, third winner of the day for husband Glenn. Over the Reynolds, uh, this time combining with Shannon Stefan, a music scene, and Weissman into third. He's a good horse eight over. He won at Nanango two back and was unplaced at Eagle Farm in its last run. Could be an interesting horse if it comes to things like the Stampede, if he qualifies at some point for that sort of uh, event. 
And as I said, great Craigley Arion um, for Crystal Johnson and Stan Johnson. A good boost for Stan. Hasn't been the best of health. But he did tip this, I believe, on the way to the track when uh, Crystal left. He thought Arion would have a big show, the Warhead. Second run back after an unplaced odds will run. And Hannah Richardson kicked it home over Run Pam Run and our last penny to wrap up the program. But wonderful days riding Hannah Richardson, the uh, four winners. And that, that really is the icing on the cake when it comes to the weekend with those girls in um, Claremont uh, being the only jockeys there and the whole seven of them uh, riding the program, obviously, out of that. And then when we turn our attention, Tony, to uh, Warwick, and uh, we will be hearing the uh, Warwick Cup result here with Rosie Posey, Matt Crop, and Kate Cowan. Another young lady combining. And congratulations to owner Mike Kelly and wife with Rosie Posey after the win at Dolby, went to Toowoomba. And you had to just watch this race. And when you saw it, you saw it was going to win a long way out. Great ride for Kate Cowan. Defeated Yabba Double Do Ya and Scrabble. Back into some form in third. And few too many took the new market for Ben Ahrens and Matty Gray. Now, Matthew Gray, Cloncurry Friday, Warwick Saturday. He's done a great job and he's, he's getting the results. This six-year-old by Captain Sonador gave him the win in the new market over Polpo T. Tamburo and see for yourself. But it was a tremendous ride on a Rosie Posey taking out the Warwick Cup on Saturday, Tony. They wheel the bend. Shark went in front. Brian, Rosie, Posey. Yabble, double, do ya? Scrabble make their runs. Temujin's rules down the outside. Rosie, Posey strides to the lead. Shark went fights on. Yabble, double, do ya? Scrabble down the outside. Rosie, Posey in front. Back-to-back -back wins in the Warwick Cup for Rosie. She's too good. Rosie, Posey beats. Yabble, double, do ya? Shark went and Scrabble, I favour. Then melted moments. Rob, we always talk Brian about how nice it is when uh, you can win your hometown cup but I think it's uh, pretty nice as well when you can win back-to-back -back cups and go out there and defend your title from the previous year. Oh definitely and that's a similar case that we could be looking at with the country cups couldn't we with uh, deadly choices uh, being uh, aimed towards uh, that particular event and uh, have I got the right thing there yeah deadly choices of course uh, getting into that already with the Mount Isa result and uh, we look forward to this weekend, Tony, where these, uh, the Stampede and the Country Cups Challenge continue at the Baku meeting, the Black Oil meeting, with the Black Oil Cup open handicap or open plate over 1,400 and open quality over 1,050. And also at Innisfail, uh, with the uh, Johnson River open handicap and the Innisfail Cup, they're going to be mighty uh, heats as well. And the Baku one shaping up with horses like Splits, Fully Maxed and Fabs Cowboy likely to make an appearance, and I'll be making an appearance there in the weekend. And be back with Bushbeat with that result, as we will with Peter Rowe, I'm sure, out of Innisfail um, on, after this Saturday, Tony. Yeah, we wish everyone all the best for their meetings coming up this weekend. Charters Towers Amateurs Cup Day, as you say, the Country Cups and Stampede qualifiers heading to uh, Blackhall and Innisfail, plus the uh, the big day coming up with the Coral Coast Shield qualifier at Rockhampton, meetings at uh, Mount Isa and uh, Wandai as well. I don't think I've missed one along the way somewhere. Uh, Taroom is the other one, that's right, the Mitchell meeting's been transferred to Taroom. We're uh, wrapping up Bushbeat for another week. And, Rob, we've highlighted some of the meetings coming up this weekend as we head towards the uh, next round of heats for the, uh, the 2020 Racing Queensland Country Cups Challenge and Country Stampede, as we touched on there. The Blackhall Cup and the Innisfail Cup will be the next legs of the Country Cups Challenge. But then after that, the following Saturday, Clifton Cup Day and Gympie Cup Day on the 24th of October. October 31, we head to Home Hill for the Burdekin Quality as well as the Yapoon Cup. And then coming up to Melbourne Cup Day, Charleville Cup and Cumbia Cup are always iconic events that do feature in the uh, Country Cups Challenge before we then have the Central Highlands Cup coming up 
Uh, and I'm not sure where that meeting is going to be at Emerald at Ironair Park or where that one's going to move to uh, Pepperina Park at uh, Clermont as well, but we'll confirm on that one before we wrap it up with the Cairns City Cup and the Roma Cup in November. And, of course, then all roads lead to Durban, George Moore Stakes Day on December 5. Well, there'll be a lot of people looking to those finals on December 5 as the... They've take, they're starting to take their place in the gates, these runners, and uh, and interesting to see with horses like, as Andrew mentioned, Wicked Wiki not travelling down. Tempesta Rossa will be taking its place as the second uh, place getter in that particular heat. Uh, but a lot of interest will be shown with this uh, heated bark at the Baku meeting on Saturday. And uh, congratulations again to the reverse Quinella for Todd Austin and Boy Foster in the Stampede and the Cup up there at Concurry. Uh, uh, they, they took the Quinellas, they just uh, changed the order around in uh, each of the races and a big congratulations yet again to our seven lady jockeys at Clermont, Hannah Richardson for her four winners, Ross Tilly and uh, Braden Swaffer, a Swaffer for being back in the saddle and getting uh, great wins on the weekend and if anyone's got great news coming through for country racing just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au, we'll be back next week and uh, reporting back particularly on that uh, Blackall Cup meeting with the next heat of the Stampede and Cups Challenge, Tony. Good on you, Rob. Have a great week. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Thanks to Rob Lark and Andrew Watts for joining us this week to wrap up Bushbeat and all of the country news. And we wish everyone racing this weekend a great day at the races and especially safe racing as well. Don't forget you can now catch up with the podcast replay of Bushbeat each and every week. Thanks to our friends at On The Bit. They have some big news coming up a little bit later on in the month where they'll be launching their website, as Gavin told us about a couple of weeks ago on Bushbeat. But uh, we're sending the link through and certainly thank uh, Maddie and the team at On The Bit for helping us get the uh, the word of country racing out there each and every week. So that link will go up to our Wooshka page very soon. You can also subscribe through the usual podcast sort of pages to be able to access your Bushbeat replay each and every week. And we will catch you back next week on the show, wrapping up country racing once more.